Hi, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. Today's topic, the sugar control diet, proteins, vegetables, snacks, and a variety of other complimentary things you can do to completely take back control from sugar. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Everybody Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to, to Wednesday. Live Wednesday broadcast. We are also doing Facebook, we're doing YouTube, and we're doing Total Wellness Radio segments along with this uh, for today's topic, which is going to be on. Are we having technical difficulties? Apparently, we are. Uh, well, we got two out of three working perfectly. Perfect. Let's just dive right in. Yes. Today, we are talking about sugar. And sugar control. And sugar, con- the and sugar how to control. The sugar control diet. So here's my thing. Um, let's see if I can get this. The sugar control diet was, uh, while she's working over there digitally, the sugar control diet was uh, presented to us obviously years and years ago. It's something that my father actually used clinically with a lot of his clients to help them, the mechanisms in the body like liver and the pancreas, digestive process to start to rebalance, kind of go back and reprogram how the body's responding to, to sugar and, and as you know here in this country we have uh, a tremendous amount of sugar in the basic standard American diet and uh, what this does is it helps the body like reprogram like reset the mechanisms that mm-hmm. allow us to maintain healthy mm-hmm. blood sugar levels so we don't get too high we don't get too low and and so that's what our discussion is going to be about now you're back from all your digital I am okay, yes good. okay good. so here's my I think like the most common question in regards to sugar is like, well, I don't know, you know, people say, I don't know if I have a sugar, you know, a problem with sugar. I don't really like sweets or how do I know if I really need to take a break from sugar? Um, if you, and here's my answer. If you are an Amer, if you live in America, yeah. you need to take a break from sugar. Like it's just, it's in everything. You could right. not eat a single dessert it's- for an entire year and way over consume sugar just yep. from the sauces, um, drinks, yep. I mean, yogurt. Have Pastas, you at sugar? grains, crackers. Yeah, I mean, it's in everything. Mm-hmm. It's Literally not, everything. you don't find much of it in meat and veggies, though. Not much. It somehow it, makes its way into my, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so first we'll start off just kind of sharing some statistics about how sugar has gotten out of control in our society. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually pulled this um, off of the New Hampshire Department of Health and Human Services, okay? So, and you can go check these stats as well, dhhs.nh.gov. And they said basically that 200 years ago, the average consumption of sugar was two pounds a year. Two pounds a year. In 1970, it was up to 123 pounds per year. Mm-hmm. And today, it is well over 150 pounds. It's a half a pound a day. Per year. Basically. It is. Yeah. Basically. Okay. It's, I mean, it's crazy. And what are the sources for that? I mean, does it, do you, I mean, just off the top of your head. Um, I, yeah. So you they, if this. you go in, I mean, you go, re, well, you can go research it. But yeah, I mean, you and I deal with this. Um, beverages is number one. 
Yep. Sodas, sugary coffees, mm-hmm. um, beverages was like 40 to 50% of the sugar consumption of like added sugars mm-hmm. all came from beverages. And then, um, you know, there's obviously other things in there. Sweets are going to contribute, sauces are going to contribute, um, even breads. They add sugar in breads to make yep. it, um, make them taste better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally in everything. The next time you go grocery shopping, Everything you buy, turn it around and see how much sugar is in it. Look at the label. And here's why beverages is number one. Mm -hmm. It's not so much, I mean, it is that they're adding and they're putting a lot in there, right? Mm -hmm. But it's already a pre-digested form, okay? So Mm -hmm. think about this. Anytime you consume something that's liquid, when you take a a sip of something that's liquid, all right, Mm -hmm. it is already broken down a huge degree. Like the metabolism required, the energy by the body to convert this into something it can use is minimal to nothing. Mm-hmm. So you take a swig of something, you swish it around, right? You swallow it, drink it down. It's instantly starting to go through the bloodstream through the uh, mucosal membranes in the mouth, right? Sublingual membranes in the mouth. It acts mm-hmm. to get to the bloodstream. So when it's in a liquid form, it hits the bloodstream faster within 15 minutes, right? Where when you have to eat a food, when you have to chew it up and right, break it down and then yeah. digest it and assimilate and all the, all the things, that take place, it takes up to two hours for these things to convert and bring themselves into the bloodstream. So beverages, um, by their very nature of their consistency, like the worst possible. And then you're and then you're laden them with twenty nine grams of sugar, sixty grams or fifty grams of sugar, thirty grams of sugar, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. right? The Mott's Mm -hmm. stuff that you give kids. I mean these things are hitting the bloodstream like that. You can watch a child Mm -hmm. lose their mind. (laughs) <laughs> in a matter of minutes from starting to drink some of this stuff, right? And yeah. the inst- their behavior changes, their their activity, like, boom, it just it amplifies. I actually have a quick story. My kids, at um, this was a couple years ago, but when they first started going to daycare, um, we were having this, like, it was really weird. There would be, like, certain days where their behavior was, like, horrible. And they were like, you got to do something about your kids. And so at first I was like trying to figure out like, okay, I don't understand. Like they were totally fine. And then all of a sudden they're just acting outside of their, you know, their normal behavior. Obviously kids have moments, right? But it was just, it wasn't quite making sense to me. And then I started connecting the dots and I started asking them every time they would say, your child had a really bad day today. I'd be like, what'd you have for snack? And every single time they had cookies or candy or cupcakes. And so the days that they were getting these like high amounts of sugar, my kids were like losing it because they weren't used to consuming that because that's not what we were feeding them on a regular basis at home. So when that would be their snack, it's like they no longer knew how to behave and they would just kind of like lose it and be all over the place. And, and, And it was funny. It got to the point where I had to say, you're no longer allowed to give my children candy cookies or desserts without my permission. If it's somebody's birthday, we'll call an exception, but no longer as a snack. That will no longer happen. the worst snack on the planet. And after I did that, no more behavior issues were reported from my children. And (laughs) unfortunately, and then you take this a little further, I know this is a little off topic, but this brings up a topic that's really important, especially Mm -hmm. for parents who have school-age kids. Then the kid starts misbehaving, right? uncontrollably yeah. has nothing to do with lack of parenting or discipline or, any of those other or stuff. having emotional breakdown right. that don't make sense. Exactly. Then the mm-hmm. school nurse steps in and says, oh my gosh, I think your child's ADD, ADHD, and you have a drug deficiency now of like Wellbutrin or a buterol or throw something whatever. Else so let's, yeah. let's give them a toxic soup, 
right? That strips all gears um, and uh, and with uh, without addressing the real cause. And the cause is is that these these sugars are like high octane fuel. When they hit the system, mm -hmm. their nervous system can't handle it. It's a neurotoxin. When it comes to the processed yeah. sugars, the processed sugars is what yeah. we're talking about. We're not so. talking about like fruit sugar is going to be sugar. a little different. Yep. You're getting fiber with that. Fiber helps offset how your body digests it. Okay, and while we're kind of on the topic, let's talk about the American Heart Association recommends no more than six teaspoons per day. Now, for those six of teaspoons? you, six teaspoons. For those that of you, it still seems high. It still seems high. For those of you who like my fitness pal, it shows you how much sugar is in stuff. It converts. That's actually looking at grams. That comes out to about twenty-five grams of sugar a day, right. in excess sugar. Are they saying work um, out over three meals? Yes, so throughout no more the than, entire day. So no more than seven grams a day per meal, or no more than like three grams with snacks. Right. Like, so you got to break it up. Okay. Now here is where it gets interesting. On average, we consume over 24 teaspoons of sugar a day in an entire day, which is over 100 grams. Wow. On average, that's what we consume in a day. On an Children consume more. Sure they do. Children's consume... Morning cereal. Yep. They consume over 32 teaspoons of sugar, which is over... It's a, like 135 grams of sugar on mm -hmm. average our kids are consuming with their, mm -hmm. their smaller bodies. I wish we had bodies. a little baggie right now about what I know. I meant to bring that... In 130 grams of sugar, yes. what it looks like. We have a bag in our clinic that is just a soda. So it's like... Just one soda 10, pop. Yeah, it's like 9 or 10 teaspoons. So that's not even half. And it's literally like this much sugar fills in the bag. Yep. So we're consuming more than double that on average... On just an average day. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then we expect these children who are sitting in rooms yeah. with 20 or 30 other children who have done the same things to their nervous system mm -hmm. and they're told to be sit still and focus. Yeah. Malignant dumb. And we are in a minute going to get to what you should do Yep. Um, and how to sort of break this sugar addiction and how to reduce that in your life. Um, I also just real quick want to share a, a Harvard study um, found that those who were consuming... Well, I should back up and say, when we're consuming that average of 100 grams of sugar, it comes out to about 13% of our daily intake of food is from sugar with zero nutritional value. So, um, right? Almost 15% yeah. of our daily intake has zero nutritional value and is making a negative impact on our right. health. Right. Um, and, and those who consume 17 to 21% of their daily intake of food in sugar had a 38% higher chance of dying from cardiovascular disease. So there's definitely a direct connection wow. to sugar and heart attacks, even though we've been told it's all the fats. Right, right? like it's eggs fat has something to do with It's the problem, that. right? If you're eating too many eggs, that's your, right? And so this is where we really just need to get better educated that sugar has really become this horrible culprit of, you know, detrimental to our health, right? I mean, one, of, one of our handouts we go through with Nancy Appleton's work, 144 mm -hmm. reasons why sugar is ruining mm -hmm. your health. I mean, it's, 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 it's well documented yeah. over and over and over and over and over. And the problem is people in this country trade mm -hmm. convenience for, you know, the quick fix, right? They want the convenience food yeah. and they don't realize that every time you make that choice, you're eroding your health a little more, a little more, a little more. And, you know, it's really a testimony to the resiliency of the human body to even put up with mm -hmm. 
the long-term, you know, abuse that we put ourselves through yeah. as long as it will, right? I mean, that's, you know, 50s and 60s and 70s. Mm. But then when you look at the big picture, ger- uh, geneticists and, and gerontologists have told us for decades now that the human body by its design should be living to be 130 to 150 years of age. And people aren't doing that. So if you're making 65 With or 70... technological advances Exactly. People? You're actually, you're one half lifespan. At 70, you're basically yeah. a half lifespan. And the average is 76 now, 78. I mean, right. modern medicine suggests that, oh, we've really elevated people's life expectancy. Well, compared to what? Compared to our potential or compared to what's just happening now versus when in the industrial age we didn't have... We didn't have laws in place to protect children from being killed at, at the age of 12, and that dropped, the six, that dropped the life expectancy down because we had a, a period of time in this country where they were factoring those deaths in to our average life expectancy. Well, you take that out of the equation, and of course life expectancy is going to come up. Had it do it anything to do with modern medicine? Maybe in emergency medical cases, but as far as what's happening for people and actually fulfilling their potential by design, it's not happening. It's just not. So, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Okay. The sugar-controlled diet was, like I said, years ago we started giving this out to people. It is a, 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 it's a, it's a program, design, it's a way of eating, which we have it all listed out for you. And we're actually going to redo it because in going through this, I found some old typos that I had in there. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to revamp we're gonna it revamp and it. release it back out to this you guys. Is, this is the newest version that I've got right here. I'm going to share mm-hmm. in detail, but it talks about... Rebalancing the body's natural mechanism of maintaining healthy blood sugars. Healthy blood sugars, right? What happens with this is that, number one, you have to eat a little bit of moderate protein intake, but every meal, okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes when, like, people have gone through a Nutrition 101 class, they talk about, we talk about in that class, about one source of meat protein a day, right? With the protein, this we're talking about short-term, two to three weeks, right? Four-week stops. We're talking about having a little bit of meat protein almost every meal, yeah. Fish, meat, venison, things of that nature, smaller amounts, mm-hmm. three to six ounces, tops, right? And nothing ever breaded. Nothing ever breaded. But the biggest consumption of things should be, especially with lunch and dinner, should be from the vegetable sources. And I actually put together a list of veggies uh, that are not real high in starches. We can list this. Yeah, on we'll there. post it for you we'll, guys. We'll post it for you. The top 21 vegetables. That we're going to have posted We posted on something right after we did our keto video. We shared uh, like above ground vegetables, keto friendly vegetables. Um, so this is, I think a little bit longer. We'll post this one as well. Yeah. It, give, it gives you some really good choices of f- vegetables that aren't real starchy, right? Mm-hmm. Again, pushing the sugar. Even though it's natural sugar, we're trying to do everything we can to eliminate that. Most people should be eating uh, this when you're following this program. You should be eating about every two to three hours, small amounts. Here's the benefits, though, that we found with people, right? Mm-hmm. They feel better. They're more stable. They have a longer sustainable energy when they do this. Yeah. Weight loss is very common. Mm-hmm. Cravings disappear. Mental and emotional stability improve greatly. Better sleep patterns. Most insomnia is correct mm-hmm. when they go this route. Um, diabetic prevention diet is what it's also been listed as, sugar control or diabetic prevention. Yeah. The big benefit is it allows you to isolate symptoms that you normally experience with fluctuating blood sugars. So when you eat this way for two, three, or four weeks, and you start noticing, gosh, I'm not having near the headaches I had before. Gosh, my, I wake up feeling like less aches and pains. Gosh, I, I'm sleeping, but you know, all these things mm-hmm. that you'll start noticing about 
the benefits of eating this way, um, you'll start paying attention. You'll start noticing them. Yeah. Supplementation and something like this is, um, you know, both basically with most people, we look at enzymes. Uh, we really try to ramp up the end digestive enzymes to actually eliminating the sugars helps to balance the sugar. Adding the enzymes in allows your body to utilize that fuel even better, right? And it cleans up the pancreas, helps to support the liver and pancreas function. Oh, you, you just feel so much better. You normalize those yeah. things. Uh, meat and fish consumption, three to six ounces per meal. So like think, palm of your hand. Yep, think the size of the palm of your hand. Caution and gout sufferers though. If you're good, if this is, if this for you is an increase in meat protein, mm-hmm. and you tend to be uh, uh, prone to, to suffering gout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some um, super enzymes that we have, um, which is the name of it, super enzymes, upping your betaine hydrochloride, mm-hmm. uh, hydrochloric acid intake with meals. Making sure you're staying really well hydrated, like um, in the wintertime, we talk about a half an ounce per pound of body weight daily. Yeah. Summertime, it should be an ounce per pound of body weight daily. And, Most and people teas, don't get that. Mm-hmm. Hardly anybody, right, gets those gets those numbers. Um, and so we want to encourage you to, so, to really flush the system, stay well hydrated, keep your acid levels down, use a digestive, especially if you know that you tend to be prone towards uh, gout. No breads ever, right? No breaded meats. Mm-hmm. That's a key. Uh, veggies. Really, you just want to watch out for grains in general. Yeah. Yeah. Next, the largest portion of your lunch and dinner should be should be from this list, the veggie list that you're going to provide to. Karen is asking about um, what starchy vegetables are. So I always say start with potatoes. Taking potatoes, potatoes yep. are very starchy, um, and then you get into um, like some vegetables are kind of high in sugar. Mm-hmm. Some people are completely fine with them some people have to be kind of careful like you don't want um all of yeah avoid potatoes um or um squashes or another one they can be kind of high in carbs um and then you got like carrots and beets can be kind of higher on the sugar side um still very healthy for you so we're not saying don't eat them but you wouldn't want um, you know, like cooked carrots to be your only vegetable that you're right. consuming. Yep. Um, because they're very sweet. Because they're very sweet and they're higher on the sugar side. But again, that's why you want to balance it out and have colors of the rainbow. Right. So three colors we think about, like green is basically unlimited. The darker the green, the better. Mm-hmm. Dark green leafies, that's really kind of an unlimited source of vegetables. Mm-hmm. Whereas orange and yellow type vegetables, you know, bring them down, moderate, right? Very moderate amounts, like 20% to 80% mm-hmm. of the greens. Um, all except bananas and dried fruits. When it comes to the fruit section on this, mm-hmm. you want to avoid bananas. I mean, what have you told me many times regards bananas and no weight loss, right? Yeah. Bananas are just, bananas are healthy for yeah, you. We did good. a whole show on bananas and yep. health benefits from it. Sure. But again, it's all things in moderation. Right. You don't want to be eating a ton of bananas because, again, that's high in sugar. I'm like, Grayson would, when he was a toddler, he would want to eat like three bananas in a row. And then once I like clicked, that's like drinking a soda as far as the, I mean, yes, you're getting the sure. fiber, right? But as far as how much sugar that is, yep. like all things in moderation. Yep. Um, if you are trying to lose to weight um, or yeah. do the keto diet or something like that, then just stay away from bananas. Yeah, Bananas are not your friend. Otherwise, maybe do like a half a banana. Yeah. And I would not do more than a half a banana a day. And apples and pears should be in real small amounts. I also add uh, oranges, oranges to that category. Um, oranges, um, historically now in, the, in recent years, um, 
you know, they used to contain like 50 milligrams of complex vitamin C. Today it's less than five milligrams, yeah. uh, you know. The fiber quality is less, the sugar content has gone up. So um, I think it's just important to really focus on, on uh, the, you know, the things that, that qualify for that. Stay away from the, stay away from the apples, oranges, bananas, pears. Mm -hmm. Those are like really limited, okay? Berry fruits, things of that nature, you can, you know, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, mm -hmm. um, strawberries, okay? Stay with those. The melon fruits, again, in moderation, like watermelons and, and um, you know. Watermelon's uh, lower on. It is, and it's yeah. much lower, like, yeah. you know, Crenshaw's. You can have a cup or two of watermelon yeah. and, yeah. Cantaloupe, things of that nature. Yeah. We touched on the water intake, unsweetened herbal teas. You do a hibiscus. Yeah, I love she hibiscus so tea. If you are, um, so when we get done with this and you decide, okay, I need to take a break from sugar, um, sometimes what happens is our body doesn't always like that at first. The first, I always say it's like the first three days and then you kind of yeah. get over this hump and you start feeling better. But the first couple days, your body's not real happy about it. And, um, and you might have some withdrawal or detox symptoms, drink yep. some hibiscus tea. Mm -hmm. Um, the first time I did like my, my like all sugars out cleanse, um, I had this like excruciating headache and I was amazed that hibiscus tea mm -hmm. like took it away almost like that. And I was like, yep. I just fell in love with it. And so now I have it in my house at all times. Yep. Here's another thing too, regarding the uh, beverages you want to make sure when it comes to fruit juices. Mm -hmm. No more than two glasses of fruit juice daily. Mm -hmm. No more than six ounces in quantity. Mm -hmm. And it should be 50-50, like diluted with water. So when you see like a fruit juice on, a, let's say, one of our superfood recipes, because yep. um, they're delicious and energy boosting, but make sure you're doing, especially if you make big smoothies like we do, um, do half juice, half water. <laughs> <laughs> or a quarter juice, three quarters water, because then you still get that flavor from it, but yep. you're not getting all of the sugar. And unfortunately, sorry, here's where we, we save the worst for last, so people stay tuned in. No wine or beer. It's out. It's got to be out oh, for a few weeks. It's, it's a killjoy. Yeah, well, I'm allergic, so I don't care, right? <laughs> I, I haven't had that in a long, long time. Uh, under the snack section, we can use organic nuts preferred. Here's the thing about nuts. Most people don't do this. They don't chew them thoroughly, right? Mm -hmm. You should chew, you should never, and one of the things we talk about in the Nutrition 101 class, which is uh, next Tuesday night, actually, mm -hmm. here at the office. It's open to everybody. Uh, the public's welcome to come. You don't have to be a client to benefit from that education piece. Yeah. Um, we talk about, you know, drink your solids, chew your liquids, right? When you first hear that, it's like, what did he say? It's like, Drink your, your solids. Like... What did it do? Did a flip flop, right? Yeah. Drink your solids. Chew your liquids. Yeah. In other words, stop swallowing chunks of things. There's only teeth here. There's no teeth in the stomach, right? Um, I am horrible at this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. We've all eaten corn and not chewed it properly and seen it passes right through, right? And, and the problem is, example. you got no benefit from that, right? You did not benefit from eating that yeah. food. You felt like maybe fuller in the moment. You might have felt mm -hmm. like satiated, right? You feel like I'm comfortable. Okay, I'm, I'm not hungry. But you got no benefit from that food. It passed right on through. Mm -hmm. Chew these things up properly. That's why people get the, you know, the people especially with like the IBS, diverticulitis, things of that nature, yeah. right? They especially flare those important. things up. Gallbladder issues, they flare those up. When they're not chewing these... Or even bloating. Yeah. If bloating is a challenge for 100%. you, that's essentially inflammation, right? And, yep. you're, and so sometimes that can be part of it as well, is that you're not chewing things all the way, and then it's aggravating yep. this whole midsection. Um, yep. 
I love nuts too because they're easy on the go. Like I, you know, you can keep a bag in your yep. purse. You can keep so if you wind out, you know, you're out. We got two and, sitting right over there. Yeah, we always have nuts around. But I mean, if you're out running errands and it takes you longer than you planned and you're hungry, yep. then you have protein. Protein right Quick. there. It's filling, um, and then you're not, you know, thinking about hitting the drive-through. Almonds, walnuts, Brazil nuts, pecans. I mean, bit your choice. Sunflower seeds. Pumpkin seeds, I mean. Or make uh, your own little trail mix. Yep. And get them unsalted. And if you really like the salt, put a little salt of your own salt that you know is good. This is what I do because I like them salted. So I just get unsalted, put my own salt in there so that I know how salt. much and that Healthy. it's a good quality salt. And then I mix them up and then I have okay. my own little trail mix. Yep. Yeah. Lots of raw veggies, right? Mm -hmm. Can be a, a super, super way to snack. Hard boiled eggs. I love hard boiled eggs. I mean... I go through a ton of eggs anyways. I just love eggs, right? I, I average three to four eggs a day easily. Average, right? There's some days I'll have half a dozen, right? Um, so they make a great snack. They're also portable. They're a little messy, obviously, unless yeah, you've already yeah. peeled them. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to grains, here's another thing about grains. The only grain that's even, like, mentioned for sugar controlling and making sure that mechanism is balanced and steady a little bit of rice, maybe sauteed brown, right? And uh, or some quinoa mm -hmm. for some people if unlocked as long as you're not sensitive to grains, right? I mean, mm -hmm. so many people in this country have food sensitivities that are not being addressed. Yeah. They're not being handled, they're being overlooked. They're they're not being given the right the proper importance to the person, right? Mm -hmm. And the, and a lot of the things that they're dealing with are 100% symptomatic of their diet and their blood sugars being out of balance, either high or low or vacillating back and forth quickly. 100% of these symptoms come from that kind of stuff. So It can be life-changing yep. when you figure out what, and it might only be one food, right? Could it could be only one. be one food. Sometimes, Wheat bread. Sometimes it can be several, but it could be yep. one food yep. that literally changes your life when yep. you take it out. And at first you're like, oh, I don't know if I can give that up. But yep. when just do it temporarily because you can do anything for 30 days, right? Or even two weeks. And then mm -hmm. add it back in and see how you feel. And when you make that connection and you feel the difference, you don't want it anymore. We had a lady here last night at our, we had doing an inter, uh, introductory class for people that have never come to the clinic, right? Mm -hmm. We had like 11 people here plus like, Shauna's here from Los Angeles doing her internship, Craig and Tammy, mm -hmm. Cora. I mean, we had just a bunch of people here last night. And there was a lady there that at the end of the class we're talking and she shared something was amazing. I wish I'd have caught it, right, on, on audio. I didn't. Um, she's not a client yet, but she, she's in her late 60s, right? Mm -hmm. She shared how she changed her diet. Her, her uh, A1C, which is a marker for diabetics, okay, to pay attention to, was at 9, okay? And this has been a year's process for her. She's been working on this herself for a year. Changed her diet. She's completely off insulin. Her A1C is a mm. 5.8 from a 9. She's lost 55 pounds. And now she's coming in thinking, I wonder if there's just some things that you might be able to help me fine-tune a little bit. And I'm like, oh. I was so... You're was, so excited to work with her? I, yeah. yeah because I I'm, Well, I'm putting her on a podcast. Yeah. We're no, going to do an interview awesome. with her like we did yeah. with Vanessa. We're just... She's yeah. already a standout. She, she's already accomplished all yeah. this. I told her, I said, next week you're teaching class. 
you're teaching class next week. I mean, you're yeah. you're a year into the program. You're 55. And it's not yeah. my program. This is something she's put together, right? Yeah. But she knew, she knew, she That's knew. So she cool. had to cut out the sugar. She yeah. had to get her diet under control. And I asked her, I said, were you diagnosed type 1 or type 2? She said, oh, it was type 2. I said, type 2 is 100% diet. You can't blame mom and dad. You can't blame genetics. You can't blame, you know, Trump, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's diet, 100%. Yeah. Quit looking for excuses. That's where the problem lies, and it's called accountability. Mm -hmm. She stepped up in her 60s. She's from a generation that says modern doctors, modern MDs, know it all. They're gods. We put them on a platform, right? She's from that generation. She took accountability for herself. She cut out the sugars. She changed her diet 55 pounds down, med-free. She did it on her own. Yeah. If she can do it, you can do it. If she can, yeah. needs to lose weight and did, you can do it, right? It's a point of accountability and disciplines, right? And, and, and following through on it. So she cut out the wheat products. She cut out no flours, no pastas, no breads, no crackers, no sugar, no honey, maple syrup, or dried fruit. That's what she did. Wow. And she's done it for a year. And she looks amazing. That's Her awesome. skin is nice. I mean, it glows, right? She's very alert. I mean, she, she just... That's awesome. It was. I, I wish you could have been there last yeah. night. Yeah, we're gonna put her on the podcast because she be she is a gem. Have her share her story. Absolutely, people need to hear that. They need to hear that at any age you can take accountability. Anessa, we did our interview with her. She's sixteen. She took accountability. Ah, this, that's a this, really good this, one this too. Gal, if you guys haven't heard that with Anessa, yeah, yeah, hearing so, a yeah hearing a sixteen year old. Just have zero excuses. Take control. Take responsibility. Yep. Take account. You know, like empower herself yep. to take control of her That's health. That's where it it's starts. so cool. Starts with the um, decision. I know for like m- me and my husband, we kind of made this deal that we decided that twice a year, two months out of the year, we'll do phase one, which is where we essentially cut out sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just embracing this take a break from caffeine thing. Um, but so here's where though. I'm thinking is like, you know, and maybe you do just like one month. That's your goal. One month in the next year, you take a break from everything. And the more you incorporate that in, the less you want the other stuff. That's what's really yep. cool about it. But it's yep. like, you know, one month out of the year, like percentage wise, how much of the year is that really? Pick a month where you don't have holidays and birthday parties and mm-hmm. whatever. So you're not missing out on a bunch of things and just take a break from and de- really detox yourself from the sugar and see how you feel and you might find yourself not wanting to eat as much of it um or you might find yourself finding healthier alternatives and i mean it's a it's a cool process and you know our staff we shared with you guys we did phase one Mm -hmm. um we'll do that again in the next couple of months i would assume right after the holidays i'm certain yep i'm sure we'll be on board to do do it it and share our food logs and all that good stuff post our food logs and so we definitely just invite you guys to do that as well because we want you to feel what that feels like when you get your body cleaned out of that junk and um you know it's tough for a couple days could be tough for a couple of weeks but it's totally worth it yeah 100 percent. yeah accountability that's how you get the results you're looking for yes and let's all feed our kids a little less sugar so yeah, that they don't grow with up Halloween with these sugar addictions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy my kids candy from them. <laughs> I got that idea from him. I'm going to buy my kids candy from them. It didn't work as well last year, so I think I'm going to have to, like, 
really work on my negotiating skills because my kids are <laughs> you like don't offer master negotiators. You just don't offer enough money. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'll give you this much money I mean, if you're going to bribe, and they're bribe. like, no. No. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we will have this episode also on Total Wellness Radio and our YouTube channel as well as Facebook page. Um, any other announcements? Next week, Basic uh, Nutrition 101 yes. here, 645. Yes. The week after, we are doing the Crunchy Moms in visiting in Greeley. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward yeah. to that. And then and after that, uh, we have our Moms Night Out. So we have a lot of – check our events section out. We have a lot of fun yep. stuff coming up. Yep. Check out the website, countrydoctornutritionalcenter.com. Go to events. Mm-hmm. Free downloads. Check it all out. It's there to serve you. So yes. thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Total Wellness Radio. We appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to tune in to all of our interviews and the life-changing natural approaches you can take with your health. For those of you who haven't had a chance yet, please do subscribe. And when you get a chance, also leave a review on this podcast or other episodes that you've enjoyed from Total Wellness Radio.